the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life. On this episode, we talk about the delights of a flask, food in all its glory and maddening obsessions, and videos featuring treadmills that have hit the internet this week. Hi Lizzie. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm good. We're, I'm just laughing because we, we're in like massive techno frames. You'd think like a year in now we'd know how to use yeah. the software. Well, we, you know how to use the software. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 21 of <laughs> One for the Road, where we still don't know how to work a laptop or a microphone. But we are still the podcast about running and the rest of your life. (laughs) So today we thought we'd start with our highs and lows. It's been a fun two weeks. It's been Easter. Lissy, why don't you tell me some of the things you've been up to? I'm going to be positive to start with and say that my last two weeks have been good because I've had lots of rest. Ah, that sounds lovely. Yeah, so my Easter weekend was super, super boring. Not boring, just very quiet. So I had four days off work and was at home in my house the whole time on my own all my housemates went away for Easter so it was just very chilled out very quiet um ate a lot of hot cross buns because I bought a packet and had to eat them all myself because there's no one else around oh I love hot cross buns and got through a lot of mini eggs and yeah it was nice it's good very quiet very good sometimes you need a bit of R&R yeah and to keep up with our fortnightly moan section (laughs) It's also been a bit annoying and boring because I have hurt my foot and so I've not been doing any exercise or running or anything and I've just mostly been walking around with some weird tape on my toe and sitting with my foot up. Your little bandage. Did you do that yourself or uh, today? Today I did that myself, yes, which is why it looks so bad. 
kind of looks cool with your tap though <laughs> for those with a foot fetish i'll post a picture yeah, of my foot you've got, on the good internet. Enough, you've got good enough feet for that i think that's okay yeah this is the advantage of having a tattoo on my foot at least it makes it look a bit prettier <laughs> it's distracting how was your easter my easter was awesome i as i mentioned was going to scotland and we uh spent four days walking I like how there's been a big discussion about whether it was walking or hiking mm. or trekking. Where is the line? Mm, I think trekking is, in my head, more kind of like flat but very far. Like mm. you trek through a desert. That's but true. you hike up a mountain. Ah, interesting. So I did read an article the other day that said in San Francisco, apparently, if it's anything longer than 10 minutes uh, and outside of an Uber, then it's a hike. Yeah, but that's a California thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like everyone in LA goes, oh, we're going for a hike. Yeah, and you have to put on your fitness clothes. Yeah. I mean, we were kind of straddling a weird thing between a walk and a hike in that case, because we did do walks that were longer than 10 minutes, and we went up mountains, <laughs> or hills, or bends, and only really fully achieved one, because the weather was pretty shit, so <laughs> it was like hailstorm, blowing a gale, all really sunny, so you'd have these weird intervals. Yeah. That meant we had inappropriate clothes, mm. and... There was a, my highs and lows are like, the high was doing the walking and being out in nature and how beautiful Scotland is and how lovely all the people are. Uh, That was really fun. But the the low was being caught in a hailstorm while upset Ben wearing like inappropriate canvas trousers, like chinos and getting really, really wet. Oh, I think that's more appropriate. When I climbed Snowdon, I did Mm. it in jeans. Mm. Well, Pete was wearing jeans. Yeah. Not yeah. appropriate. Well, if that's the definition of hiking as well, then I mm. hike every single day. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm an avid hiker yeah. by the rules I of America. I hike to the tube station every morning. <laughs> it's longer than 10 minutes. Yeah, it is longer than 10 minutes. Okay, that sounds awesome. But I would like to shout out a few things. A few discoveries from yep. the Western Scotland hiking, walking, whatever. Uh, the Walking Scotland app. Mm. Now, you know like those visit tourism uh, board kind of made things like the websites of visit britain not always that helpful can feel quite contrived perhaps uh walking scotland is a welcome scotland even is a treat it has like it's offline so you don't need the internet which obviously is a problem in scotland yeah and then it's full of stuff that's like downloadable maps pictures detailed stage by stage guides of how to do these walking routes like it was incredible couldn't couldn't have loved it more we had a great time oh that sounds amazing so very impressed loved it all free uh and also the desire for a flask <laughs> Ooh. day two we were like we forgot the f- we we have a flask we've never used it day two we're like we forgot the flask so bought a flask revolutionized my life <laughs> while in hailstorm drinking coffee oh nice i was gonna say was it like drinks flask or like it snacks flask oh no we had plenty of food <laughs> but that was like of the tea cake and malt loaf variety Ooh. yeah i used to have a flask you know one of those wide neck ones that you could put like chunk- like a soup in yeah like chunky soup or pasta <gasps> that's like a whole new level that'd be awesome mm. <gasps> i'm gonna suggest yeah. for next time that we have a soup flask and a coffee flask, <laughs> flask collection honestly i was like there i'm stood in the hail drinking my coffee with our hoods up and stuff and I was like I feel, I've, I feel like I've transitioned into a whole new age category <laughs> and yeah I'm really loving it so uh, I'm, I'm not ashamed now did you come back wanting to be members of the National Trust? <laughs> uh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you were so thought I was about to be like we already are yeah 
car. Are you? No. <laughs> no. We did go to a really nice castle. Inverary Castle. Very impressive. Um, but yeah, no. I'm not ready for a National Trust yet. Although, if they did one that was like, here's a map of all the really good walks mm. in England, then I'm definitely up for <laughs> I really thought you were going to say you already were then. <laughs> right, here's my English heritage badge. <laughs> I do. I, yeah, no. <laughs> we're not that far yet. So as to anyone that is a member of the National Trust. Yeah, sorry. It is very enjoyable I, and very historical. I think living in London without a car kind of makes it a bit restrictive. Yeah, it's true. You don't appreciate the delights as you can if you live in the countryside. So is that your high and low combined then? Yeah. Good holiday. Good holiday. Bit bit Haley. Bit Haley. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and that's it really. That's that's been a good little like that's taken up most of my time. Mm. I would definitely say the weather contributed to my laziness that weekend. Yeah, was it the, bad the storm? Was oh yeah, insane. It actually sounded like it ended up being worse yeah, here than it was, it was where we were. It was. It like woke me up, sort of wind banging against my window Ooh. at like five o'clock in the morning. I was just lying there like, oh, I think all <laughs> our garden furniture is going to be in the canal. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, yeah. It kind of made me feel less guilty about wasting three days because I was like, well, I couldn't do anything outside anyway. Yeah, I might so as well be in. It was nice. Um, a lot of my highs over the last fortnight have been nothing to do with fitness. They've been all food related, so I've had some mm. great food moments over the last few weeks. So I think we did mention last time actually that I'd won a dinner at Hawksmoor. Yeah, I mean that was technically fitness related. You had to earn your stake. This is true. I won a competition through my gym, one rebel, and I went to eat my steak, and it was bloody amazing. <laughs> it was so good. Which Hawksmore did you go to? Uh, the one in Piccadilly. Um, and it's styled like a kind of gentleman-y Oh, club. yeah. It was just like, I want to just sit here and drink cocktails all night. It yeah. great. So, yeah, we so had steak definitely. and mac and cheese and chips and an amazing bottle of red wine and oh. amazing puddings and... Um, yeah, my voucher was for 150 quid, and we weren't keeping so track. Much money. Yeah, so we just ordered whatever we wanted, and the bill came to 152 quid, and wow. they let us off for two quid. Nice. So yeah, they were awesome. And um, wow. Yeah, and then we found a bar afterwards where it was like table service, and you could sit down and order a drink. And we were like, this is so civilized. We're having a nice glass of champagne, and it's not a loud. What a treat! Like what bar. a nice way to treat yourself. So adult. I know. But this is this goes hand in hand with the flask thing. I yep. had a nice bar where I can sit in a cosy chair and drink an amazing cocktail. Yeah, and I was like, I can actually hear the person I'm talking to, <laughs> not shouting at each other. Oh God, so good. Um, and then the next day, I went to Hamyard Hotel with my mum for oh, yeah. afternoon tea, mm. which was amazing. Again, like incredible service. The afternoon tea was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll post a picture of that as well, actually, because it was really like really yeah, interesting, colourful. Um, was it a bit of things? a take on an afternoon tea? No, not really. And I think their menu changes really often for afternoon tea. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what kind of cakes we were going to get. So that's fun. Um, yeah, that was good. And it was really well priced as well, actually. I think it was less than £20 each. That's really cheap. Mm. And Hamyard's quite trendy, isn't it? Yeah. It's got like a nice style. The interiors it. are incredible. Mm. So good. Um, so yeah, that was good food. Yes, and such a good food. Such good food. And then, I, yeah, there's more. And then I went to dinner at our friend Lauren's midweek, oh, and she yeah. picked us dinner, and I had lentil dal. So I'm gonna have to get the recipe of her for that because that was really good. Yeah, I was saying I really want to learn to make lentil dal. Yeah, I need a recipe. I've definitely got to the point where I'm like, if it hasn't got meat in it, I'm a bit like, hmm, like. But it was it was great, it was really good. Uh, yeah, exactly. Fair enough. 
Oh, on the flip in Scotland, we ate nothing but seafood and fish. Oh, and it's nice. incredible. Um, and because of the where we were staying was on a lock, the lock a lot of the longestine came from the lock. Oh my goodness! And amazing. we were like absolutely loving this. You could tell we were so like people from London. When we were like, oh, and is it local? And they're like, yes, it's from the lock over there. There's the fisherboat, and we were like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> they could have fed me anything. <laughs> They're like, yeah, they're from the lot. They're yeah, from yeah. Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows where they're actually from? I mean, they were great. They, t- they did taste very fresh. <laughs> and they were also slathered in garlic butter, which made it all the oh, more better. So good. Yes. That kind of leads us on to our topic this week. Mm. We've, <laughs> we've, you know, we tackled friendship the other week. And uh, I think today we kind of wanted to talk a bit about food because... Not only because it goes a bit hand in hand with, with doing fitness and running, but I also think it's a bit of a oh, that feels a weird thing to say, but like trend of the time where there's a new kind of, or a different preoccupation with yeah. food and your relationship to it. Uh, and something that definitely preoccupies like the 20-something woman of the modern day. That is a good way of putting it, actually. Yeah. Like the, the, your, the, everyone has a preoccupation with food now. Yeah. Well, do you, like, I was trying to think about this earlier and I was like, I wonder if, I think my mum had a different, a same, a same experience. But mm. what was her, like, when we were children, like, what was the the attitude of the time was a bit like it was kind of an exercise thing right like it's mm. all those all I can think about is doing like um uh kind of like Mr Motivated yeah like TV. proper aerobics classes yes and they used to put them on Sky Sports in the morning for some reason they used to have like Sky Sports yeah it was so weird or yeah like aerobics class that you could join in with in your living room yeah it was a lot about like a kind of um collective get fit angle but I would have said that the food the teaching of that kind of time came a lot more from you know like fat was bad and there's the whole switch of like the media now being like sugar is bad and fat is good and how I don't know you can feel so pressured to to understand it all Mm. and um I think this it's kind of trendy to have this is gonna sound really harsh I feel like it's kind of trendy to have like issues with food like no one like, if you just go to a restaurant and just order something and not think about, oh, I can't have that bit because it's got this in it, or it's this bit's got this bit in it, you'd never just... We both listened to a podcast this weekend called The Guilty Feminist, and they had a show about food, mm-hmm. and one of the things they said on there was, like, every every time you go out for dinner with someone, someone's not eating something, like, oh, <laughs> uh, what are you not eating at the moment? Oh, I'm gluten-free, or oh, I'm I'm not eating sugar, or whatever it is. It's like... You always have to try and find one food group or one thing that's, like, the thing that's going to make a difference, where, Uh like, it can't just be, just eat a little bit of everything, and that's okay. It's always, like, a very extreme... It comes from extremist principles, doesn't it, often, and that's been supported by that rise in a kind of wellness blogger Mm. who is purely basing, sometimes on well-founded or good-faith opinion, but means that you're you're reading and seeing so much of these like projected perfect lifestyles that have you know they've healed and cured miracle everything and anything and done that based on a on a kind of quite extreme approach to diet which might work for them but of course may not well work for you at all um and i love that guilty feminist podcast for for all their comments around it and that thing around i love they they interviewed they have a live audience and there's a moment where they ask the audience uh, you know, like, have the women in the audience ever felt, uh, like, guilty about the food they eat? 
or felt like they needed to apologise when they've ordered something that they thought was unhealthy. Uh, and like me, you hear like a complete chorus of women agreeing. Uh, and then they asked the men and nobody, I think probably even maybe one man mm. said something. And it just is so interesting mm-hmm. how it's such a stark difference between the sexes uh, and how I've had so many discussions with male friends who were look at me like I'm mental when I make some sort of comment and they can't they just can't fathom it and even the runners my male running friends who do care about being a faster runner or being like the best runner they can be don't equate that kind of like crazy food relationship to to what they do with their running and their fitness that and sometimes they're not always their benefit but so they don't take they don't seem to be have to take it to the same level that that women do Mm. um what was that uh, word now for oh yeah an obsession with healthy eating. Mm, I don't know if I can pronounce it correctly. Let me see. I wrote it down. Orthone- orthore- oh no, orthorexia, uh, and it means an obsession with healthy food. And it's that thing of like eat clean. I was thinking when I was sixteen, mm. that didn't. I didn't know what that was. I don't think that existed. There's some people that don't still don't know what it is. They're like, what does that even mean? I found myself, it like entered into my vocabulary without even realising. Mm. I became really like, I don't, and I, you know, cut the crap. Okay, I get that. I like should eat less Kit Kats or eat less crisps. But then that, that somehow, at some point in my subconscious translated to be, I need to eat cleaner. Mm. And I need to eat. And that meant to me that I was like, I'm going to cut out all processed food. I'm going to like make everything. <laughs> I think it's good that it, it's becoming more recognised that certain things aren't good for you, like sugar or, you know, eating bacon all the time. Mm. But I think what people tend to forget is that if you eat, like, some sugar and if you eat bacon, like, on a Saturday morning... Yeah. That's, yes. You're gonna you're still going to be okay. Like, you don't need to not eat it ever. Um, on that... How are we saying it? Orthorexia yes. thing. Now, I have a... Yeah. So, last summer... So near no, it wasn't last summer. It was summer four. Hmm. I did whole thirty. Yes, in June, July, which is basically where you eat clean for uh, thirty days. Mm-hmm. You don't eat any processed foods. You don't eat any grains, legumes, sugar. What else don't you eat? Basically, you only eat meat, fish, fruit, and veg. Yeah. Uh, you don't eat any dairy. Uh, can you eat? But you can eat egg. You can eat egg. Uh, you can eat, you can drink coffee and tea, but without milk, obviously, say, caffeine, no dairy. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's, quite a, it's a restricted. It's diet. very restricted, and it's um, quite difficult to do, especially the sugar part, because mm-hmm. so much food has sugar in it. Even stuff that you're allowed to eat, like smoked salmon, I found really hard to buy smoked salmon without sugar in it, unless you buy the super expensive, like organic Waitrose stuff. Everything yeah. else has sugar in it. Like so much stuff you don't yeah, expect. As in, do you think it's part of the yeah, curing? Yeah, and like this. This is a, and that's flavor. a very extreme. You yeah, know. like that amount of sugar is probably like going to be fine. Anyway, so I did it for thirty days, and I have to admit that I didn't lose any weight, but my body composition changed quite a lot. Like mm-hmm. I did, like you could see my abs more. Like I was a lot kind of like leaner, fine. That was in no way through fitness, though, because for half of the month, I mm. was so tired from cutting out sugar and caffeine mm. that I couldn't actually do any exercise. So it was purely <laughs> like an aesthetic thing. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was all good. But I have to say that since I did that, I feel so guilty about eating some things. So I think as much as that's like marketed as a really healthy mm-hmm. thing to do and like a reset to your body, which to be fair, it probably is. As a result, I now have a kind of warped sense of 
feeling towards some foods that I have. So I barely eat any pasta since I did that. If I do, I only eat it out. I never have pasta in my house. Um, Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm just, yeah, certain things I'm just like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this. When really, there's no reason wow. why other than the fact that I did that and it's just yeah. made me think that it's a bad thing. It's, yeah, it's surprising. Well, I suppose in the same way that any diet makes you focus on food, you've, by preoccupying yourself with it, it's given you the, the feelings about it and mm. you think about it more and therefore then into the guilt and that's what they you know the guilt feminists refer to too about feeling guilty about eating things oh i have the worst like internal battles with myself over the most ridiculous like oh i really want to eat and it minds i have the sweetest tooth so it's always i really want to eat some chocolate oh i really shouldn't eat chocolate i feel really bad and i shouldn't eat chocolate oh but i do i could have a bit and then i and then because i've guilted myself so much i eat more than i intended and then I feel even worse and it's a horrible vicious circle yeah. and there's very rarely a time where I feel f- like free from that and it's very difficult to step outside of yourself and see how ridiculous you're being mm. until you know people like my husband say that I walk around the supermarket and spend hours looking at things and apparently I go and shake a lot of packets he's decided <laughs> that this is like a weird when you're when you're having your internal struggle he knows I'm having an internal struggle because I'm holding a packet or something shake absentmindedly shaking it which i can't tell you i don't know what that means there's definitely something in if it's heavier i'll be like oh not maybe not maybe not so good <laughs> it's lighter it's it's just a a weird habit that is is all because my brain is absent like completely turning all the cogs it's like a total struggle mm. and that's insane like how how can something so just fundamental to life be be something that takes over so much of your mental yeah. capacity so the thing that's really like now demonized in my head is like grains and yeah, that's and like ca- well carbs. carbs that was definitely a you know like i feel like our slightly younger era it was like no carbs before mobs <laughs> kind of culture like, i do re- really like uh what do you call them courgette oh Courgette, courgette spaghetti. Streamed. Yes, I'm never All buying spiralizer. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't own a spiralizer because I. Why I was like this. Yeah, that was very small. This close to <laughs> um, buying one, but then I realised that they're so big, and also a Juliet peeler just does. Julienne peeler does the same thing. I don't even have that. Have that. Once well, I you know, like a knife. Once I used a grater, and then I was like, I've gone too far. Or I just anyway. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with pasta. And I like I bought some muesli the other day and I was like, oh, this is a bit of an unhealthy breakfast. I was like, it's fucking muesli. It's muesli. That's not an unhealthy breakfast. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh my God. So this morning I had muesli with yogurt and banana, which oh, I'd say is pretty good breakfast. Yeah. 
Yes. But in in that way of thinking, it's bad because it's got muesli in it, which is like all the grains that are like really bad for you. Mm-hmm. It's got yogurt in it, which oh my god, dairy! Like dairy's like the thing at the moment that's like awful for you. That's true. I really wish that I was the person that owned like a tiny like almond milk brand like mm. two years ago mm. because <laughs> you are hitting it up right now. Oh yeah, all the milks now. Yeah. I, I totally get that some people do have genuine intolerances to yes. things, but I am conscious that some people need to be aware of the difference between an intolerance and just a weird mind thing. Yes, I agree. Like, your brain is so much more involved in your relationship with food than, mm. than people probably give it credit for. <laughs> and, yeah, going back to the whole 30 thing, as much as I think it was a bit it's given me some odd thoughts I still I've still considered doing it again mm. I have the last couple of months um, I've definitely considered starting doing it again and I've even like looked in my calendar and worked out where there's 30 days that are free where I haven't got anything weird in the diary that I could do it yeah so that's quite ridiculous given that I know that it has a potentially negative effect on my thoughts about food just looking for the lean abs yeah, which is also ridiculous, given that abs aren't a real thing, indicator of anything real. <laughs> and it all comes back down to body image, doesn't yeah. it? It's so hard to not have a conversation, to have a conversation of food, about food and not have a conversation about the way you look. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because even though I'm going to New York in a few weeks, and the last time I was there, there's this like ongoing joke with my friends that I went with last time, that last time I went to America I got New York gin, because we, <laughs> we ate so much good, like amazing oh, food, great food, that um, we all put on weight, and that was like, it was never, you never say that and say, oh my god, yeah, we had all that amazing food, and an amazing time, and what amazing memories, you say, oh yeah, we had all that amazing food, and your chin got bigger. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I mean, I think there's been... There's definitely an internet backlash that, you know, for all the wellness, clean eating bloggers, there's as many people kind of making light of it a little bit Mm. and then poking fun at the quinoa infested, gluten free, uh, sometimes fad craze that's come through. And I appreciate that. I kind of feel like we need a bit of that in our lives. We need, as we do with everything, the balance of having both. Yeah. I think that's the thing because I think sometimes though, that that in itself can be quite negative in the other way because it just seems really mean. Yeah, you're making light of something that for some people is like totally debilitating and, you know, makes their life pretty shit. Mm. So it's good to have a little mix of everything and maybe we should be less hard on ourselves. Yeah, I, I think balance is the, the key thing because I am definitely one of those kind of people, which is why... Whole thirty worked really well for me because I'm one of those people that either needs to it's like all or nothing. Yeah, it's, it's the same with off. like drinking alcohol or anything. I'm like I'll either eat like five biscuits a day or I will eat no sugar whatsoever. Mm. Or I'll either have two bottles of prosecco or I won't drink at all. And there's no <laughs> no middle ground, and I think that's really difficult. I don't know why that is, but um, yeah, something to. But I think that's the same with any of the like wellness people. They're kind of at one end of the extreme as well. Yeah, and maybe that's just trying to recognise that that's the thing I find hard to forget. That you have to remember that they there are they're at the extreme ends mm. of the spectrum, and 
there's lots of people hovering about in the middle and the middle's okay yeah we love talking about the middle yeah. we are the middle, we are the middle. <laughs> um let's should we talk about more funny things <laughs> let's move on <laughs> back to kind of fitnessy things yes let's talk about two videos that have come out this week <laughs> oh my god which one should we do first mega lols uh okay well let's let's talk about taylor first oh taylor swift see i'm i'm in the i'm team taylor swift i like her i love her okay I thought we might be about to have a standoff. It's okay. We're still no. friends. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yes, it's a video. Hang on, is it... This is this came out yesterday. This was totally an April Fool, wasn't it? Well, why? Did you think it was really happened? Well, well, I didn't think it was actually her, but I thought it might have been a genuine advert for like... Oh, shit, so did I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we need to fill in people who are listening to this and cannot see our reactions. Taylor Swift versus Treadmill. Now... It's, it's for like it's Apple, an Apple Music. Music advert, yeah. And, and, I, she... and I was thinking, oh, this is, you know, they're trying to rival Spotify, they're trying to get on the running bandwagon. Now I'm really confused, actually. So it's an Apple Music advert, she's <laughs> on the treadmill, she puts Drake on, she's like running along, singing to Drake, and then falls off and like hits her head on the floor. And then everyone's like, ha ha, yes, I hate Taylor Swift, this is so funny. Like oh. all the comments underneath I saw were like, oh, ha 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 ha, 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 yay, I'm glad she fell off the treadmill. And I, I'm kind of, I love, like, my favourite kind of videos like, on the internet are people that fall off treadmills. <laughs> Don't say that, because I've fallen off a treadmill. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm ever in a bad mood, send me a video of someone falling off a treadmill, and I will instantly be happier. <laughs> um, oh, I, I'm more, like, laughed, because she fell off the treadmill, and I can identify with this. And oh, okay. Funny, rather than, it's Taylor Swift falling off a treadmill. But now, I've just realised, because it came out on April the 1st, it's not actually a real advert. Advert for oh, I feel music. a bit sad that other people. Well, unless it I'm is, sure I don't know. It. It, no, it must just be a fool, right? Yeah, but it is funny. And I mean, the thing that struck me the most when I started watching it was like, she's just wearing a lot of makeup for be working out. Oh my god, her hair is perfect, and she's got so much. She's got fake eyelashes on for sure. And I was like, she's not working out properly. <laughs> I was like, but she's I wearing know, too much makeup. I know she's got a pretty short like bob in the advert, but she's like, it's not off her face or anything. It's just like perfectly no. straight and like, oh my goodness, yeah. We should have known from then that it was a spoof. Yeah, it was still funny though. It's very funny. Look it up. Well done, internet. Um, <laughs> internet win. <laughs> if it's in the fool, that's definitely the best one. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh my god, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm half watching the football score at the same time. <laughs> Because this is a very crucial Saturday afternoon moment, and I've just noticed that. What's going on? Newcastle New, New have scored against my team Norwich. So, anyway, I'll just ignore that now. Um, the other th- other video we wanted to talk about mm. was uh, Beyonce's launch of her. Is it like a fitness clothing line? I believe they're branding it as this. Yes. What's it called? Ivy Park. Ivy Park. Because I suppose Blue Ivy. And then the video explains the park thing. Yeah, like, where's your park? I go to... Like, basically, a happy place, isn't it? I like that. I like the premise of that, that it's, like, this meant It used to be a place she went, and now it's a mental thing yeah. in her mind. If that's truly true. Yeah. I'm very happy if that's truly true. What do you think of the... Uh, well, firstly, the video, I'd say, because the, promotion, the promotional material... Yeah, it's, it's very aspirational. Like, I still don't look at that and think... Yeah, you're actually like working up a sweat. You're still like <laughs> yeah. beautifully like perfect Beyonce in this amazing like with it your was amazing like, body. It was like makeup, not too much makeup, but yeah. just enough to be like enhanced. Yes. Yeah, so I still don't feel like I'm gonna look like Beyonce anytime soon. But also her the actual clothes are very like brand like the yes. words. Like the headband it's just like Ivy Park around her head. It's just very It's interesting. It's kinda like they've gone down the route of like Kind of like a Calvin Klein thing mm. with the brand, with the t- you know the elastic, quite nineties. Yeah, but then being like 
everybody wants to show off. I don't think the target market, okay, what well, us, I suppose, is like, do you want to wear a brand? Like, do you want to be like, I'm wearing Beyonce sportswear? Mm. Like, is that a thing? It doesn't feel like... I think as much as people aspire to be someone like Beyonce, you don't necessarily... I don't want to wear that plastered over my yeah. T-shirt. Like, I think I'm surprised they haven't gone down more of like a... Either a sassy tagline, you know, like yeah. really cringe, like I woke up like this kind mm. of brand, um, which I actually think people would have bought into a lot more. Or what I would have liked to have seen do, her do is a lot more of a very classic, it is classic cuts, but being, you know, hidden that logo a bit more and being yeah. a little bit more subtle. Subtle, yeah. I think that I just, um, at the end of the video, it said it was available on topshop.com. Yes, I saw this. So I'm just, I haven't actually looked at how much it is. No, I haven't either. Oh my god! Oh, launching the fourteenth of April. That's just—I mean—that's just a leotard you're doing there. (laughs) It's very. um, Mine. I've like noticed the first thing I noticed is she's wearing these like wedge trainers, or just—I mean, she's wearing you know ankle. What are they called? High tops. Yeah, but they look like wedge trainers, and I was like, why is she marketing a pair of trainers with heels in them and being like, I can go running in these? Exactly. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's kind of not quite as uh, like full out like having a like getting a sweat on is good yeah it's still a bit like glossy yeah i think she could have gone i would have liked to have seen her going down more of the this girl can this girl can route yeah. like been a lot more like out there and brutal with it and being a bit more rough around the edges i did see on twitter though that there was some kind of like after this came out some kind of rumors starting that she might be like getting into marathon running and that you might see her at like new york marathon what? Oh, that's so a rumour to promote the clothes, though. Which I think would be awesome if that does happen. If she's a runner, great. Like, I mean, watching uh, that video... There was, like, what, probably three seconds of her actually running, yeah. and then the rest of her just kind of like... Oh, I know she dances, like, a lot, and that's, like, a lot of body movement, but it would be really awesome to see her, like, actually running. Yeah, run a full marathon. That'd be awesome. Well, I... Because I, watching the video, that I thought, yeah, it's really dancey, and that is what her skill is, and mm. that's her sport, so... I yeah, I guess like, like dance wear that would be great for. I did think, yeah, I would probably wear this, but more as like loungewear kind of yeah thing. Yeah, I felt I felt the rest. There's a bit which is in the pool swimming, but then they zoom out and the size of the pool is like a bath. Yeah. It's like I was like, oh, you're not going to swim very many laps in that one. <laughs> like it's one of those ones where the the water moves and you stay still. <laughs> Maybe it was definitely plunge pool. <laughs> so I, I don't know I've got mixed views I'm very interested to hear what's the general internet opinion yet do we know no I've been a bit yeah, slow we'll have a look because I'm intrigued to know what the general consensus is I'm, I'm not sold I don't think. we posted the link to the video on our Twitter if you like want to have a look yeah you know, google it um, tell us what you think uh, so next time it will be the week before London Marathon oh my god and yeah. I am just going to warn you now that I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm not how excited you get about London Marathon. I'm so excited. Right, so... Um, I get quite emotional, though. I, oh, my goodness. I need to talk about this, actually. So I was watching the um, coverage of Cardiff Half Marathon. Oh, yeah. it was the World Championships um, on Easter Saturday. Um, so, yeah, I, I watched just some people running at Easter, <laughs> even if I didn't do it myself. It's um, like your favourite hobby. <laughs> I really, really, really love watching athletics on TV or in real mm, life. I do. So good. It's, like, one of my favourite sports to watch. Anyway, and then at the end of the coverage, they had the first trailer for the London Marathon coverage on BBC, and oh. I'm not even exaggerating, properly weeping. Aww. Actual tears running down my face. 
I get more excited for other people running it than mm. I did myself. Yeah, you've, you've done it. I've done it and I hated it, but I'm so excited for everyone else oh. to do it. I think it's the feeling... I get like that when... Um, it's anything to do with that final... Seeing people do that final moment, like the surge moment, mm. where they're like, oh, I'm nearly done. And then you see them like that change to be like, I'm going to finish. And that makes me like... Even thinking about it makes me well up. Like it, it makes me feel really overwhelmed. Yeah. I, I really love London on Marathon Day, so I'm really excited. But uh, yeah, the warning is, one, we'll probably spend most of next podcast talking about it, or I will force us to. No, it's fine. I think, and, I think we should do, we could, we could do our guide to London. Yes. Marathon. And two, um, if you follow me on any kind of social media, I will be hyping it up beyond belief. It will be, here is the sign that's cut it cutting off the road. I'm done? not even. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I've done something already. I live on the marathon route, and yesterday we got the leaflet that tells you about all the road closures. Uh, so I tweeted about it and was like, "Yay, the marathon's coming!" So yeah, it's started already. Sorry, guys. Follow Missy yeah. for London Marathon oh. exclusive insider photos. <laughs> <laughs> I will tweet every time I walk home past a sign that says this road's going to be closed. Um, which is probably really exciting if you're excited, but if you're going to get a bit nervous, it's probably going to make it loads yeah. worse. So. Yeah, I can only imagine if this had been when I was gearing up for Berlin, I yeah. was freaking out. So the, the marathons I've run, I've li- like the week and a half running up to them, all I've done is post photos about it, talk about it, and I'm, I feel the same amount of excitement on other people's behalf. So yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good for you to do. I think that's good for you to be in that position. <laughs> that leaves them to freak out in yeah. the corner. <laughs> I'll be excited. You guys can freak out. Um and next episode, we'll give you a race recap. I'm yay <laughs> running a race tomorrow. Uh, I'm doing Reading Half Marathon. Mm. So um, and I'm looking out the window because... It's gone very grey. It's gone a bit dark, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it did look like it was going to be a bit mixed tomorrow. Hopefully it stays okay. Very gone, very cloudy. Um, but it's going to be a bit of a nice a nice trundle, I'm hoping. Mm. I'm kind of looking forward to just... I'm, I'm treating it, you know, going for a long run. So that's it from us for this week. Where can you find us on the internet, Lissy? All over the internet. <laughs> Always. Um, Twitter and Instagram, we are at OFTRpodcast. You can email us, OFTRpodcast at gmail.com. Our website is OFTRpodcast.wordpress.com. Exciting website news coming soon. And where else are we? That's about it. That's it, really. Oh, check out our newsletter. We're oh, still yeah. we're still doing that. We uh, we'll be sending that out every other week uh, on the weeks we don't do a podcast. Yeah, so you there'll can be one. go to the website to sign up for that. Yeah, uh, and look out. We'll we share all sorts of things on that, from photos we've seen on the move to our best five minute internet reads that hopefully have you chuckling and pondering pondering the news of the day. <laughs> Uh, so we'll speak to you soon